0: to the Glow Movement Podcast. My name is Sloane Reed, and today we're coming in hot as I had fuel to already a hot take that I've shared on the podcast, and because y'all know how I feel about New Year's resolutions. But I was reminded of a startling statistic that said research shows that 80% of people ditch their new year's resolutions by february and i realized that this episode comes out exactly a week before february and i was like "Mm, while i don't believe in new year's resolutions i do believe in you and i do believe in your goals and so if there's anything i can do to help y'all achieve them you know i'm going to be all about it and for me i there's a quote out there that says motivation gets you started, but discipline keeps you going. And I do believe in the motivation and discipline are important factors of achieving your goals, but I think that quote in particular puts way too much pressure on discipline, Um, and it's not realistic or sustainable because part of growing and part of being a leader is being flexible and adaptable and being able to seek out new opportunities and grow through the process. And I sometimes feel like discipline prevents that. And life has bumps in the road and there's hiccups and we're going to get derailed and. I think you need something bigger than that to get you back on track and that comes back to motivation and more importantly building momentum through motivation, because I feel like discipline can feel very restrictive. Like it'll keep, get you, like keep you going, right? It'll hold you accountable. It's like this rigid discipline sometimes feels restrictive to a lot of us. And what I love about really leaning into the momentum side of motivation, it helps you fall in love with the process opposed to being chained to it. And so for me, I was actually studying, um, I was earning certificates through Cornell University. They have like an amazing online program. And it was when I was receiving one of my certificates, I I have high performance, high executive leadership, high performance leadership and servant leadership. And through one of those, I was taking a course on motivation and we were studying two psychologists and I'm going to butcher their names. So I'll put them in the show notes. How grace for me, but It was um, David um, McClellan's again, show notes, check that, his theory on human motivation theory, and Frederick Herzberg's uh, theory of motivation. And we are setting both of these approaches, and where one has these three main factors of achievement, affiliation, and authority, formerly known as power, but I'll explain why we've Recent research studies and psychologists have pivoted that towards more of authority. Um, and then motivation factors is the other theory, which focuses on recognition, responsibility, opportunity, growth, and impact. And so I created this motivation style study, which blended the two. And I actually created a really fun quiz that you can take um, if you visit the, it's a link's in the, the description, but it's Glow Movement, that's G-L-O-W-M-V-M mt.com forward slash motivation style and there's a free quiz that you can take to get your exact style of the two so you'll get your factor your main driver and then your main influential factor um that kind of shapes what keeps you motivated and builds that momentum. And I've done this with a few of my clients and we've uh, several people have taken the quiz and that you'll receive a few work free workbook with it. So it's really handy dandy to have that. But what this breaks down is it helps you identify what's going to keep you coming back when you don't feel like it. When when even dedication to the like when you're so focused on your goal and determined to achieve it, achieve it when things kind of push you to side or those limiting beliefs creep in. By setting up this system of around your motivation style will make sure that your strategy is what's the best for you to have a sustainable process. So for me, I'll break them down first and then I'll tell you what I am. Um, I ha- There's authority, which was the one that was formerly power. And it, it kind of pivoted from that because power kind of feels like full power over all, like power over everything. And a psychologist kind of felt that it's not so much power as it is authority. And what comes with authority is trust and either trust to handle something, trust to lead something, trust to control thing, but it doesn't have to be a sense of power. It just is a sense of authority that is enough and so there's a lot of people um, in the psychology research showed that people were really didn't feel power fit a lot because of the definition of overwhelming control and there is an element of control but it's it's an authority over that control it's it's autonomy of the process is really where authority lies Um, And so it could just be as simple as having a say in the process or being trusted with a project that can be really, really motivating for our authority motivation style. Then we have achievement and achievement are those that get really motivated by the checklist, by accomplishing things, by adding to the resume. Um, They're the really, really drivers of needing checkpoints along the way to be able to celebrate the wins, um, especially if this is your style. I highly encourage that because you're so focused on achieving that we can sometimes miss the opportunities to celebrate and that can cause us to lose motivation. So really, really focusing on the achievements and even the small wins. Then we have affiliation, which is really about a community and accountability and people and just having a sense of being a belonging to a group. Um, So those are our three main drivers, and then we have five influential factors, and that's broken down into recognition, responsibility, opportunity, growth, and impact. So, recognition is just getting, I mean, it's what it sounds like. It's getting recognized for what you're doing. It's getting, it's being usually publicly in some way. Um, it can be from, sometimes recognition is simple from just a person above you or a peer, but having someone honoring and, and, be appreciating what you're doing. Um, then we have responsibility. So these individuals usually have incredibly high moral fiber, and they, they feel like they owe it. So they, someone's counting on me, or I committed to this, I said I was going to do it, therefore I'm going to do it. Those are usually are those that really leaning to the responsibility factor. Um, then we have opportunity. These are really opportunity to advance. So um, they're the type of individuals who have their whole career mapped out on day one of starting with a company, um, if they're parting part of an organization having a I don't want to say hierarchy system but an org chart is really beneficial to them to kind of to ha- be able to strategize opportunities of how they can grow and grow within the company um, this is also true of they're really motivated to do something if it could lead to opening another door down the road um, opportunity for something else so something leads to something it's basically the opportunity factor Um, then we have growth, and opportunity and growth get confused a lot. Um, Opportunity, again, is something leads to something where growth is more internal. Am I learning something new? Am I gaining a skill? Am I making a connection? Am I taking away something? Am I learning something I didn't know? Am I a different person um, than when I started? Is there a sense of awareness and development here? Those are our growth people. And last but certainly not least is impact. Is what I'm doing, does what I'm, does what I'm doing, is what I'm doing matter? Does this, it, it does this help serve the greater mission? Um, these people really struggle with tedious tasks like laundry. Like that would really, really struggle because it doesn't, unless they can really focus on the bigger meaning and how this can make a difference in the green and the bigger picture. So here's the spoiler alert of what am I? I am affiliation and impact. And I have to tell you, uh, many of y'all know um, who followed me for a hot minute is that I am, my background's in the Enneagram, I'm a certified Enneagram coach and practitioner. And that is the fundamental foundation of a lot of what I do, and I am a three on the Enneagram, which is known as the Achiever. So when I was creating, when I was studying these two theories and coming up with my own motivation style quiz and my own case studies is when I was really surprised that I got, I, I didn't get achievement because, of course, the three, the achiever, of course, achievement is what drives me. And it while it does have an influence, and so I do want to stress, like, if you have other, other drivers or factors that you feel also apply to you, they totally could, but you have a primary. And while Achievement is definitely. I like to have that sense of accomplishment. It is not a big motivational driver for me. Um, it's not going to push me towards achieving something when I quote unquote don't feel like it. And I think even sometimes I'm going to be as bold and saying is sometimes that desire to achieve can sometimes paralyze me. It goes back to the pressure episode that we discussed last week, that I shared last week, and so. It made sense that when it came to my motivation style, affiliation was higher. And then same with the um, factor. Like, again, as the three, I would have assumed that recognition was going to be my main factor. And of course, I do like to be recognized, but I realized when I got impact that I have to be recognized for something that means something, to, be recon- to get an award for breathing, right, <laughs> or to get an award for something that doesn't have significant meaning to me is not very motivating. And it actually cheapens the all the awards to, in my perspective than getting an award for something that I really worked for and that I know made a difference and that made a big impact either within the organization or in my community. So I, I, unintentionally set myself up for success with these two things, I guess subconsciously in mind because it definitely wasn't conscious, but I have always wanted to be a reader. I've I've admired those who read regularly, that it's part of their daily routine and especially leadership books. And I've tried, I was really, really good at buying leadership books. I'm not really good at reading them. And so they made really pretty expensive, unique shelf decorations, um, and I was the queen of, like, people would be like, oh, have you read da 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 da, da. and I'd be like, I bought it, does that count? <laughs> and so, it was actually on that leadership panel and that space and that room that I get to host with um, two other leaders of my two other friends of mine that are amazing leaders, um, and we, our book topic was, it was back in 2021, and the room topic was something along the lines of books that have changed your life, and people got to come up and share their favorite book that has had the greatest impact on them and as I was writing down everybody's books and the incredible difference it has made in their life and as them as leaderships and in their families and their professional careers and in their personal lives, I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm done not being a reader. I'm going to make this commitment. So publicly, like on the fly in that space, I said, okay, we're going to have like a sub room of this community and I'm going to start hosting a book club and we're going to read leadership books together and who's in. And thank goodness, my dear friend and fellow mom, of that space Dr. Natalie was like I'm in like let's do this and so that was two years ago and we have stayed committed and have read over 20 leadership books on this platform and thank goodness the other people have joined us um, and it's really kept us accountable because both of us will tell you one we were not readers before. Um, But two, there has been times during the last couple years where I'm like, oh my God, I have book club. Like, oh no, I have to read for book club. Or, oh, like, I just don't have time for that. This week is so busy. Like, how am I going to make time for that? But knowing that that I have this community and we get to come together and share our perspectives and continue to grow and that it does make a difference and this space is changing lives and the books that we are reading are helping people in every area of their life. Like, it's, feeding my motivation style like all my tinglies get going and i'm like no and i haven't missed one and we have and it's been like we've got to accomplish a lot in the last two years together and i we already have like the next year planned out and it's continuing to grow and evolve and that's really exciting and so but i don't know that if i didn't have my motivation style woven in there that it would have been sustainable like if i just decided i was going to read a book a month or three bucks a month that I would have been as committed um, and disciplined if I didn't have that motivation, momentum going through the process that allowed me to be disciplined to my goal and to be focused on the goal. Um, And there is really no end in sight, right? We didn't have a goal of we're going to read 50 books in X. It's it's an ongoing process. And so that you would think that the achiever in me would be like, oh God, there's nothing to achieve. There's nothing to check, but there is. And it's allowing previously, the process would overwhelm me because I was in such a hurry to cross the finish line. But Being able to acknowledge my true motivation style has set me free from that, and I've really, really allowed myself to surrender and fall in love with the process and grow through the process. And so that is just one example of how knowing your motivation style can really, really drive. And so just a couple quick examples um, of of other ways, of other types that this can be really beneficial to. So immediately pops into mind is the achievement and recognition. Like, I think about these people who are wanting to get to start a workout plan, right? Like a perfect them going to a gym and just working out for working out sake is not going to motivate that type of motivation style. Like they need a program that has like parts, right? Like I think of all those like fitness programs, it's like week one, week two, week three, week four, and it like breaks it down and new goals or badges or awards are earned throughout. And maybe there's a leadership tracker or an achievement tracker posted somewhere. Like that's really going to keep our achievement and recognition style motivated. And then we have like our authority and responsibility. And I'm just throwing two examples together. Um, But for example, an authority driver with a responsibility uh, factor or influence is going to be really, really motivated when they are given the trust and the responsibility to take over a project where you say, hey, I need you to handle X for me, and they are able to take that across the finish line, and they have that trust. You're not constantly checking in with them. They feel like they are trusted and committed to the process, and they have that autonomy to make those decisions and to drive it is going to be really, really motivating, um, I'm trying to think of other examples off the top of my head. Um, let's do, I'm trying to think of another popular one. The most popular is affiliation and impact. I don't know if that's just because that's my motivation style and that's the type of person I attract, um, but I know like the majority of people um, that take my quiz end up with those two. So if you're in that group, you're in good company, not to say that all of them have their superpowers because they do. Each one of these motivation styles can help you to achieve your goals long past 50. February, long past 2023, and actually enjoy the process, not be something that you got through, but something that you thrived through and really, really got to grow and be adaptable throughout. So friendly reminder, um, www.glowmovement.com. That's MVMT forward slash motivation style. Plus, if you're catching this before January 25th uh, of 2023, we have our free virtual vision board workshop, which I get to incorporate some of this. So I do do my vision board workshops a little bit differently than a typical vision board. I really, really help those in, who attend implement a strategy and um, with their motivation style. So we do start with the quiz, but then we also incorporate so many other trackers and tools and motivating systems that allow you to not only be inspired by your vision board, um, but allow it to really, really assist you and drive you towards achieving everything that you put on it and that you set out to achieve. So I hope you can join us. You do need to register. And so that is Glow Movement. Again, Glow, G-L-O-W, movement, M-V-M-T dot com forward slash workshops. And you'll see the virtual vision board workshop um, there to register. And space is limited. I like to keep it a small, intimate group, so make sure you register uh, for that sooner than later. But with that, I hope you all have an amazing week. I hope you stay committed and motivated and all of your dreams come true. I'll see you all next week.